Chapter Sixteen of Ruth Fielding at Briarwood Hall. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Ruth Fielding at Briarwood Hall, or Solving the Campus Mystery, by Alice B. Emerson. Chapter Sixteen, The Hawk Among the Chickens. Uella and the fox, more used to these orgies than some of the other girls, had retained some presence of mind. Their thought, if this should prove to be the teacher or the matron, was to try and save such of the feast as could be hidden. Each girl flung up a spread to the pillows, and so hid the viands on the two beds. Then Mary Cox went quickly to the door the cowering girls clung to each other and waited breathlessly mary opened the door there stood the abashed belle tingley her plate in one hand the gilded face in the other and beside her was the tiny figure of mademoiselle picolette who looked very stern indeed at the fox i might have expected you to be a ringleader in such an escapade as this miss cox she said sharply but in a low voice i very well knew miss cox when the new girls came this fall that you were determined to contaminate them if you could every girl here will remain in her seat after prayers in the chapel tomorrow morning remember she whipped out a notebook and pencil and evidently wrote mary cox's name at the head of her list the fox was furiously red and furiously angry. I might have known you would be spying on us, Miss Piglet, she said bitingly. Suppose some of us should play the spy on you, Miss Piglet, and should run to Mrs. Tellingham with what we might discover. Go to your room instantly, exclaimed the French teacher with indignation. You shall have an extra demerit for that, Miss yet ruth who had been watching the teacher's face intently saw that she became actually pallid that her lips seemed suddenly blue and the countless little wrinkles that covered her cheeks were more prominent than ever before mary cox flounced out and disappeared the teacher pointed to the chum's waste-basket and said to belle the unfaithful sentinel empty your plate in that receptacle miss tingley spill the contents of that vase in the bowl now miss to your room belle obeyed so she made each girl as she called her name and wrote in her book throw away the remains of her feast and pour out the chocolate one by one they were obliged to do this and then walk sedately to their rooms Jenny Stone was caught on the way out with a most suggestive bulge in her loose blouse, and was made to disgorge a chocolate layer cake which she had sought to save when the unexpected attack of the enemy occurred. Fie, for shame, Miss Stone, exclaimed the French teacher, that a young lady of Briarwood Hall should be so piggish. Fie! But it was after all the other girls had gone and ruth and helen were left alone with her that the little french teacher seemed to really show her disappointment over the infraction of the rules by the pupils under her immediate charge 
i hoped for better things of you too young ladies she said sorrowfully i feared for the influence over you of certain minds among the older scholars but i believed you ruth fielding and you helen cameron to be too independent in character to be so easily led by girls of really much weaker wills for one may will to do evil or to do good if one chooses one need not drift miss fielding take the basket of broken food and go down to the basement and empty it in the bin miss cameron you may go to bed again i will wait and see you so disposed alons but before ruth could get out of her room and while helen was hastily preparing for bed miss picolet noticed something bunchy under ruth's bread she walked to the bedside and snatched back the coverlet the still untasted viands were revealed aha exclaimed the french teacher at once into the basket with these if you will be so kind miss fielding had heavy seen those heaps of goodies thus disposed of she must have grown an actual misery of spirit but helen being quick in her preparations for bed hopped on to her own couch before miss picolet turned round to view that corner of the room and with helen under the bedclothes the hidden dainties though she did mash some of them were not revealed to the eye of the teacher who stood grimly by the door as ruth marched gravely forth with the basket of broken food for a minute or two helen was as silent as miss picolet then she ventured in a very small voice miss picolet if you please well mademoiselle snapped the little lady may i tell you that my chum ruth had nothing to do with this infringement of the school rules that feast was all mine that she merely partook of it because we roomed together that she had nothing to do with the planning of the frog well i thought perhaps that you might believe otherwise said helen softly but you made ruth remove the the provisions said helen and really she isn't at all to blame she cannot be without blame declared miss picolet yet less harshly than she had spoken before an objection from her would have stopped the feast before it began is it not miss cameron but she is not so much to blame miss picolet repeated helen of that we shall see returned the little lady and waited by the door until ruth returned from the basement now to bed ejaculated miss picolet wait in chapel after prayers i really hoped the girls in my dormitory would not force me to call the attention of the preceptress to them because of demerits this half and i did not believe the trouble would start with two young ladies who had just arrived so saying she departed but helen whispered ruth before she got in bed to help remove the remaining goodies to the box in the closet at least we saved this much from the wreck chuckled helen ruth however was scarcely willing to admit that the salvage would repay them for the black marks both shirley had earned End of chapter 16